0: well wow, it's been a while since i've done one of these and there's a lot to talk about today so let's get to it hello folks and welcome to racing news it is the 15th of november 2020 and seemingly all major motorsport categories have had their championships wrapped up today uh, as you can see from the title we're talking about formula one MotoGP, and the world endurance championships so let's get started with the biggest sporting story in the world today, without a doubt, Lewis Hamilton has won the 2020 Formula One World Championship. He did it in style, winning the Turkish Grand Prix from sixth on the grid. A race which really, going into it, he didn't look like he had a shot really winning. The racing points look really quick, and especially the Red Bulls, especially Max Verstappen. They all looked like they were shoo ins to win this race, but Lewis Hamilton being an absolute wizard with tyres, managed to stretch a set of intermediates and they were basically slicks come the finish. Managed to stretch a set of inters for an ungodly amount of laps to hang on to take the 94th win of his career and, like I said, his 7th World Championship, equaling Michael Schumacher's record of World Championships that he set back in 2004. I mean... There's what more needs to be said about Hamilton at this point in his career. He's beaten Schumacher's pole record way back in 2017. This year, he beat his win record at the Portuguese Grand Prix. Like I said, he's on 94 wins, undoubtedly he's going to end his career with 100 wins at least. And reaching ever so closer to that 100 pole positions is just insane. But 94 wins seven world championships and he's done it today winning the turkish grand prix the turkish grand prix was amazing by the way absolutely fantastic race something happening basically on every single lap of the grand prix um the top three were so lewis obviously he won sergio perez from third on the grid i mean lance stroll blesses his, blesses his cotton socks drove a great race until it all just completely fell apart and sergio perez Hung on on dead tyres to come home in second place. His best ever result alongside, I think he got a second place. Obviously, he got it in Malaysia 2012. Pretty sure he came second in Italy in 2012. He's had a number of really fantastic results. Not quite got himself a win, but just a superb performance for a guy that doesn't have a seat for next year, which is just mental. Speaking of mental, a driver who has undoubtedly struggled so badly this year, so badly, Sebastian Vettel came from 12th, 11th or 12th on the grid to 3rd. And at points was genuinely, had fantastic pace, keeping much faster cars behind him, showing his experience, showing that, hey, this guy, he still got a lot in the tank, as we all knew anyway. I mean, his haters will tell you otherwise, but Sebastian Vettel with a driver of the day win as well, getting the nod from the fans. Beating Charles Leclerc and Lewis Hamilton in the top three for that. Superb performance by Vettel. 10 out of 10. Best drive he's had in a long time. Who didn't have a great drive? Valtteri Bottas. From 9th on the grid, he has one of the worst races of his entire career and comes home 14th. It was similar to Felipe Massa's drive at the 2008 British Grand Prix, where that day Massa spun five times. Bottas spun four, maybe even five times throughout the race. He had an absolute horror show. He's turned around afterwards and said, God, that race was a disaster. So a race he will want to forget. And I just want to bring up a quote from uh, an article from motorsport.com that toto wolf gave when asked about lewis Hamilton's achievements and i think this kind of sums it all up perfectly for me so after toto wolf was asked he goes where does it rank i mean he ranked in terms of his record on michael's level in terms of driver world championships and is the absolute record holder in pole positions and race victories today he cemented his his position among the all-time best sports people in the world and i think that's what we got to look at now he's not just one of the best drivers in history he's now one of the absolute greatest sportsmen that has ever walked the earth you know, we're talking Muhammad Ali in boxing, Michael Jordan in basketball, Tiger Woods in golf, Roger Federer in tennis, maybe like Floyd Mayweather in boxing. But then we look at motorsport and we have to start looking at Lewis Hamilton as that particular individual to kind of sum up that whole category, motor racing. Lewis Hamilton, he's gone down in history today. An extraordinary achievement. And as someone who is a diehard Michael Schumacher fan, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that the records were going. They've now gone. they are at least been equaled in this case with the World Championships. And you have to know that if Lewis does it stay on next year, which is what I think he'll do, he'll stay on for one more season, uh, get an 8th world title. I mean, the way it's going, there's no way. The only way that um, Lewis ain't getting an 8th world title next year is if Red Bull really up their game and Max Verstappen truly takes it to him but I can't see it not under the current regulations Mercedes are too good and then I think Lewis will retire but we are in, you have to enjoy what we're seeing right now even if you're not a Lewis Hamilton fan because there's going to come a time where he's not going to be on the grid and quite frankly the world of motorsport would be worse off for it so Lewis Hamilton 2020 F1 world champion and now a seven-time champion it's unbelievable Before we move on to the next piece of racing news for today, I want to play a promo for a podcast you absolutely should check out. It's Relapped with Deanna. Now, if you don't know what Relapped is, I mean, Deanna's going to explain it and you should definitely just go check it out. But if you're a fan of F1's past like me, it's unmissable, guys. So here's a promo for Relapped with Deanna.
1: Hi, this is Deanna from Relapped, the podcast racing you through F1 history. A bit about the show, I am starting with the 1978 F1 season and watching every single race through to present day. On each podcast, I'm breaking down the races, the drivers, the teams, and all of the never-ending drama that ensues. I personally am a relatively new fan, and have wanted to go back and watch all of these races, learn about the history and everything that got us to where we are today. And I started the podcast so that you can join that journey along with me. Whether you're a new fan or a longtime fan, hopefully there's something there for you to learn and enjoy. If all that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can find Relapped on all of your favorite podcast platforms, and you can follow us on social media at Relapped F1. And a massive, massive thank you to Rob for having me.
0: Moving on now to the world of MotoGP. We have a new MotoGP world champion. His name is Joanne Mia. After finishing seventh in the Valencia Grand Prix today, Suzuki's Joanne Mir becomes the first new MotoGP world champion since Marc Marquez back in 2013. Since then, it's been all Marquez or it's been Lorenzo. Uh, This ends Suzuki's 20-year wait for a top-flight MotoGP world title since Kenny Roberts Jr. back in the year 2000. Incredible stuff. Amazing to see Suzuki, a team that, you know, have always been there or thereabouts. Obviously, they've been racing against the likes of Yamaha, Repsol, Honda and Ducati over the last 20 years. But Suzuki have always been a fantastic little team, an underdog team. But now they have a world champion again for the first time in two decades. Superb stuff in a season which has been absolutely insane. And we will get to that in just a moment. But this is an article, a quote from an article from motorsport.com. Speaking to MotoGP's world feed immediately after the race, Mia said, Unbelievable. I don't have words to describe this emotion because it's something that I've been fighting for all my life. And to finally get this result at the moment, I don't laugh. I cannot cry. It's a mix of emotions. I'm really, really happy. You cannot believe because when you follow one dream all your life and you finally achieve it, at the moment, I don't believe what is happening. I need some time now to relax to understand what happened because I don't have words. And that kind of just sums it up, doesn't it? I mean, a truly fantastic rider in a season which has seen a number of fantastic riders really come to the forefront and show that it isn't all about Marc Marquez. And Mark Marquez obviously has been injured and on the sidelines for the majority of the season and that's sad because obviously... You don't want to see a top-flight athlete injured like that. But it has led, inadvertently led to one of the more dramatic, exciting, unpredictable seasons of MotoGP in history. Uh, Franco Morbidelli won the race at Valencia, uh, beating Jack Miller to the line on his Ducati by less than a tenth of a second. That's crazy and sums up MotoGP to a T. I mean, there have been nine different winners so far. There's been 13 races, nine different winners. Think about that. That is an unbelievable stat. Uh, Mia has—he's been incredibly consistent, hasn't he? I mean, he's only won one race so far this year, but it's just the the seconds and the thirds. I mean, he's had a he had a a poor race uh, at one point where he finished 11th, and he's had like a fourth and a fifth. But he has been consistently scoring good points. And obviously, he he's won a race as well last time out at Valencia, and has led to him winning his maiden MotoGP World Championship. You could just see the footage afterwards. Obviously, he's crying and it's all very very emotional stuff, and uh, all the other riders are just swarming around him, like desperate to just get in there to say congratulations people he was fighting for, you know for the title with i mean that shows the respect that joanne Mir has amongst the rest of the grid and you know what more needs to be said we have a new MotoGP gp world champion that isn't mark marquez And now moving on to the final piece of news. Uh, In the world of WEC, Kamui Kobayashi, Mike Conway and Jose Maria Lopez have won the final LMP1 title with Toyota at the 8 Hours of Bahrain race at the Sakir International Circuit. Uh, LMP1 has always been a class that I've been interested in because the cars have always been something that kind of captured my imagination as a teenager. Uh, Porsche, for example, when they had their unbeatable Video cars back in the 2000s, and obviously the arrival of Toyota, for example, um, Peugeot. Like, there's, it's just been a really cool series. It's not enough. It's not a series that gets enough coverage in this country, but WEC is great, and you know, it's gonna be sad to see LMP1 go as a category. It has been on a sharp decline ever since Porsche left at the end of 2017. Toyota were the only manufacturer left. It would kind of be like. You know, all the other sort of big teams like leaving Formula One, leaving Mercedes behind. And yes, there's like two or three Mercedes teams, but in the, the day, it's just Mercedes fighting for the top crown. So, the end of LMP1. This is a quote from Mike Conway from an article from Motorsport.com. Conway said, "I feel good. It's been a long season with all that's going on in the world. To clinch this title is a huge credit to my teammate. They made me look good." It was a tough race, but we did what we had to do. So the end of the 2019-2020 WE Siege season at the uh, 8 Hours of Bahrain race sees Kobayashi Conway and Lopez wrap up the final LMP1 championship. And that is Racing News, 15th November 2020. Thank you for listening. Hope you're all doing well. And currently in the UK, we're in lockdown. I hope you're all staying safe and all your families are staying safe. So. Just look after yourselves, and I'll be back soon with another episode. Take care, folks. See you soon.